Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Hello, I am Mrs. Flamingo. And I'm Mr. Flamingo. And welcome to the Swinging Flamingos podcast. I'm super excited that you guys decided to come back. We hope they came back. Hopefully, because now... We get into the fun part of podcasting. Last time was a lot of work, so I'm curious to see where this episode goes. The name of this episode, our second episode, is... Is? You tell me. It's something that I... I'm already getting a look. Yes. We're going to call this episode Popping Cherries. So tell them why we're going to call it Popping Cherries. Well, because we're going to talk about first times. Really just everything in the first and the lifestyle. Yeah, the first episode was a little rough. We started off brand new at it. We aren't super good about talking about ourselves. We've no, got a lot of stories, but I think everything will be on the up and up now. We did get a little bit of good feedback from Twitter and some emails that we received, so we're pretty happy with them. We realized the sound was very off on the first one. We had a wonky microphone that was giving us a lot of echo, so it was a little odd for the first recording. Yes, so... Hopefully you enjoy tonight. Give us some good feedback. Let us know. Tell us stories. You know, definitely tell us about your first times that your cherry was popped. So do you remember your first time? Yes, I do. You do? Good, bad, indifferent? Oh, it was good, I guess you could say. It was good. Okay. It was surprising. If not, there's going to be some poor guy out there that's going to recognize your voice and be like, oh, crap, she's talking shit about me. (laughs) I hope that the first time I had sex, my guy is not listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Family member? Is that why you're freaked? Okay. No, no, no. I was a little young. Uh Uh-oh. Jailbait? (laughs) Yeah. No. Not not in the state of a... (laughs) No. No. Okay. So everything's good. Well, we're starting off the new year up and running. I'm I'm back at work traveling. Been getting any uh, random dick while I've been on the road? No. No. You look disappointed. I am. Okay. No bags of dicks for me. Bags of dicks. That's not going to die, is it? No, unfortunately. It's just funny. So I see you've got your flamingo outfit on. I guess you are rocking that from here on? I think so. I think if I'm going to get into this, I'm going to put the flamingo onesie because it's sexy. You know you can be expected to wear that out in public, right? And you know I will. So just remember. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone is a witness. Yep. I am wearing my flamingo onesie. Well, before, in public. You bet. Well, before we get into kind of what we've been up to for the last month, we've got a big announcement. You're looking at me all odd. You know the big announcement I'm talking about. There's no telling. Okay, that we're expecting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to cover that? You can. Okay, so after our first episode, like I say, our first one was kind of a shit show. Uh, there was a lot of odd editing and took us a lot of work to get it out there. I got a Twitter message from a friend and said, I hate to ask, but are y'all pregnant? Definitely not. No, I, I just posted some pictures of us hosting an event. I'm like, well, she might have had a few extra cupcakes and missed the gym over the last 10 years, but I don't think she looks that bad. Well, and just so everyone knows, I'm not pregnant. I haven't been able to be pregnant since I was in my early 20s, and I am now... Eh. A couple years older. Yeah. So so if she turns up <laughs> pregnant at this point, we're going to name it Baby Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, going back to the message, apparently in our last podcast when we were talking about our kids, we said we have one out of the house and one on the way. What we meant by that was one on the way out of the house in addition to the one that's already out. I guess when they heard one on the way, they were thinking one on the way out of the baby canal. So if you hear Miss Flamingo tell stories about doing coke and drinking it up hard, we're not putting an unborn I baby do at not risk. Do coke. Don't even put that out into the universe. <laughs> okay, okay. But, and if you hear something, hey, and if we say it wrong, we own our shit and we'll say it. And that was just a, a bad editing or a bad phrase that we didn't realize, but I am not pregnant. Knock on wood. No, there is. I don't need a knock on wood. There's, there's nothing. Okay. There's okay. no way I could be pregnant. So don't, don't call me with the scare over the road. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that said... Uh, it wasn't morning sickness, but you've been under the weather a little bit, haven't you? Yes, I uh, got pneumonia this week. Yeah, I was about eight hours away and got a call that she was fixing to go to the emergency room, so I had a near stroke. 
But. Yeah, because I don't ever get sick, ever. And this is the first time probably, well, since we've been together 15 years, yeah. that I've actually been sick. I've never heard her say I'm going to the emergency room, so that was a scare for me. But luckily, knock on wood, she's over it. Yep, I'm, I'm on the downhill, and I need to uh, hurry and get off this hill because in a couple of days, we are headed out to Las Vegas. Lovely Las Vegas for? A lifestyle convention. The erotic Vegas convention, as well as the AVNs. We're going out to see some friends and get some recordings and some playtimes coming up, so we're anxious for that. Let's talk a minute about what we're drinking tonight. I know all the podcasters talk about their mixed drink of choice. What are we imbibing on tonight? I am imbibing on um, <laughs> hot tea with mm, honey. Yeah. We, we hit it hard here, matter of fact. No good alcohol. I took a couple shots of Jaeger to get, get some uh, liquid courage. But outside of that, it's hot tea for the evening. Because I'm trying not to cough on everything and really blare your guys' ears out. Yeah, I've been asking her the last two days, are you ready to record? No. Okay, so we'll put it on hold. You, Mrs., you, Mrs. Flamingo did not sound like Mrs. Flamingo. Let me put it that way. You have to deal with my <laughs> shitty voice, but hers, uh, we, we like it to be a little more soothing. Yeah, I sounded like I uh, was at a truck stop, smoked 20 packs, and was licking the tobacco off the floor is how I sounded this last week. You sounded like the Marlboro Man for a couple of days. Yes. But she's got her sexy foam voice back now, so we're up and running. Let's talk a little bit about where we're going. Like I said, we ended last year strong with a lot of travel, so let's give the listeners a couple ideas of where we've been at lately. What do you want to talk about first? We went to down to Houston to an eye candy party. Yes, and this is a Facebook group that we've been accepted into and a super good bunch of people. And they threw good, a big... Super good, no, good looking people. Good looking. Well, I guess you can. You want to start with that? Oh, yeah, we're starting with it. They are good looking. They're fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I well, just, I'm in awe. We, we walked in the room and everybody looked like a supermodel. And we were like, why the hell did they invite us to this party? <laughs> Because, and I can tell you, it's it's not because of our body. It's because we own our sexiness. We own it. I think it's on lease sometimes. <laughs> no, we walked in, and at first, like I say, everybody looked like a supermodel. Most very, the, very fit. Mo, yeah, very fit. Um, I, I don't think I'm used to being the fattest person in the room, but I got to looking around, and most of the girls had abs and guns and six-packs, and I really felt like I was in the wrong place. I walked in, and I was like, where are you taking me? And then I just stopped and said, you know what? I have curves. My curves are a little bigger than theirs, and I'm owning it because I like the way my body looks. You looked killer incredible that night, too. It was a dress-up party, so tell what you had on that evening. I had on a pink plastic. Well, Yeah, it's kind of rubbery. I think it's actually, I think it's Spanx. Spanx. (laughs) You had a Spanx dress on? Yeah, but it looked like pink cotton candy. It looked like pink latex. And when we picked it, we said, hey, this looks like Laffy Taffy or bubble gum. So it will kind of fit the theme, which was a candy dress-up theme. And so some of these people came. I'm impressed by some of these people committed to their costumes. This one girl had a big headpiece that it was probably what? At least two foot tall. Yeah. And she committed all night until the costume. It was basically a top hat, and it had candy canes and candy and you name it glued to it and glittery. It was absolutely beautiful. She was a pretty girl and had a fantastic outfit, but the the headpiece was over the top. Yeah, just some of the costumes I was just amazed at what they came up with. Yeah, we we seem to go all out sometimes. We kind of nerd out when it's dress up. But some of the stuff, again, we walked in, we're like, oh, we are underdressed for a change. Yeah, and we weren't sure, you know, especially going into a new place, you know, so we thought we'd play it safe. (laughs) We don't want to look like total dorks for a change. Yeah, so. Now back to your dress. Seemed like everybody wanted to touch that rubber dress on you. Yeah, they did. Which I'm sure they were just wanting to cop a feel, but. I got got felt up more. Is that a bad thing? (laughs) That's how you get a bag of dicks, putting it out there. Yeah, well, I wasn't just getting the bag of dicks. I was getting the... You're getting all sorts of attention. Yes. I was getting the kitty cats after me, too. Well, it was a neat little club. The club itself was really cool. It had, like, kind of a tiki vibe. Yeah, and like, it's down there on the ocean on the Texas yeah. side, so it was, it was a really nice club. Look forward to more events there. Yeah, we, we met people that we actually knew. Yeah, we ran into a couple from Naughty New Orleans a couple years ago, and we seemed to hit it off with them pretty good. And when it came time to hook up with them, we couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> so after a few minutes of talking to them, they said, I think we know you guys. And I said, I think we do too. And then we put it together that three years ago, we'd found them at Naughty and lost them. Now, the other thing that was pretty interesting that we got a good laugh out of, but was semi-awkward, was the restroom situation. That was probably one of our first unisex yeah, bathroom it, experiences. Again, it was a, a small bar, uh, so they made it where the bathrooms were unisex. And it didn't bother me one bit. I had to go. I had to go. I walked in, and some guy was using the urinal, and his face just dropped. And I, and I was like, do you want me to turn the sink on? It's like, I just got to go. Sorry. You didn't offer to shake it for him when he's done? No, I, he was very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I do have to say something that was a little odd is I went in there at one point and ran into a girl that I hadn't been able to catch the rest of the night. And I was like, I hate to be really weird and hit on you in a men's room, but you look really nice tonight. It just felt like an odd conversation that we were both in line to use the bathroom. Yeah. The venue was awesome. The group was incredible. Um, it's one of those situations where if I was to walk into anywhere else and we hadn't driven so far to be part of this, I would have probably freaked out. Again, the people were super good looking, but we ran into very few attitudes despite the good looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you remember before we left, we also ran into our friends Sharon Ellis from EOC Oasis down oh, in the Baton yeah. Rouge area. Yeah, it's such a good couple. We've run into them quite a bit lately. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you start hitting people in certain circles, even if they're eight hours away and you bump into them all the time. Well, besides that, I believe that uh, Mr. Flamingo had a birthday. Yeah, birthday number 40, <laughs> early 40s, I'll put it that way. And so, you're going to let me roll with it, not call me out on it? No. Okay, fabulous. You can tell I don't feel good. <laughs> Not fast as you normally are. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. He's like, she's a little sedated. <laughs> we need to do this every every time. Dr- drugs are good, kids, okay? <laughs> but no, we, I had a birthday, so we didn't have anything planned around here and ended up... Now, with, now, now, Mrs. Flamingo tried. I tried to pop your cherry with a... Orgy. We're not big orgy people, but we had a couple of couples that we wanted to bed down at the same time. We just have tried multiple times, both as couples and both as a group, and nothing's worked out. Yeah, it just has fallen through. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, we've. I think we've ended up writing them off just all together. It's just one of those connections that just doesn't work. But you, you, we still had a fun birthday. We went to the club, Oklahoma City. Yes. Uh, that's one of our old stomping grounds that we've lived in and got to go back up there for a weekend party. One of the highlights in the night, uh, every <laughs> every party, they I see you giggling already, they have uh, lap dances for the birthday people. So there were three or four of us out there that were having a birthday this weekend. And hardly anybody started coming out. So I'm sitting there being awkward as it was anyway. Now, now, now. And everyone was giving me a hard time. Nobody wanted to touch me. Because I didn't want to go out there. And I was like, I give them a lap dance all the time. No, I'm sitting there going, Hooker, get your ass out here. (laughs) Don't make me look like a fool. Now, but you did have people go out there that never go out there. And you had people coming up and they were like, Yeah. How? How did you get her to go out there? Yeah, it started off very slow to the point I was getting nervous and felt like a perv. But uh, <laughs> that's the, the, a little embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for someone that doesn't like the spotlight anyway, I'm sitting there with my hands in my lap and no girls. I'm like, God, I'm not that ugly, am I? <laughs> but eventually, Miss Flamingo rounded up a couple friends of ours and said, "Hey, I he's didn't out round there. them up. They came." Well, okay. Well, then my good looks brought them to the that's brought right. all the girls to the dance floor. Okay, but okay. At one point, I had a couple of them on me, and then it seemed like it seemed to grow from there. And it was something that I was really been interested in rubbing on anyway, so it was quite nice. <laughs> Miss Lingo still didn't get out there. Man. No, I didn't. Left a brother hanging. Come on now. I did. All right. <laughs> but, again, it was a fun party. It was kind of light on our friends. It seemed like the last couple of times we've been back up there, we've been bumping into a bunch of old connections that we've been having some good fun with. What else have we had going on? Well, again, let's get in the story. We went to uh, New Orleans for a big trip. Yes. And for me, again, I travel for work. This is part of my sales tour territory. So it was a work slash pleasure. I took Miss Flamingo down and thought she would party with me a couple of days. I tend to go to the fun towns. You take Austin and Houston and San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. Which it, Texas and Louisiana. There's a lot of fun places to yep. go that are very swinger friendly. New Orleans. And Nola. So let's let's talk about a little bit about New Orleans. What all did we do down there? Um I know we took a ton of pictures. Oh, my gosh. We did. Miss Flamingo is very good about accommodating me on that. I love to be a amateur hustler photographer, and she will accommodate me, which hastes and, some and, people. And I, unfortunately, if you ever see my face, sometimes I'm really ticked off looking. 
Yeah, she's got resting bitch face going, will you please just take the damn picture? One of them, one of the hotels we stayed at had a nice balcony with a pool on it. So we sneak up there, and again, it was 47 degrees and misting. Freezing. It it was cold. The wind was blowing. Then we were down the floor. I said, hey, why don't you slip on some lingerie, and we'll take some sexy pictures up there. So we were getting ready to go out, and Mm -hmm. I had shaved, and then I'm going to have to go up to this cold freaking pool area, and it's just bad. All this complaining from you is not very flattering. <sighs> Again, she took it like a trooper. She put on some sexy lingerie, and then by the time we got back up there, there were a couple of black women walking around drinking some drinks, watching things, and she said, look, I've already got on this slutty outfit, so I'm going to drop it. So we took some hella sexy pictures on the rooftop of this hotel, and the, the old ladies were kind of digging it and laughing at you, so they, they weren't too, too appalled. Well, we kind of hid from them for a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it, we're doing this. They've seen a vaj- they've seen a JJ before. It won't. It shouldn't take, <laughs> phase them too much. It wasn't like it was in front of kids. No, but they it, they were laughing because I was just like, sorry, taking some pictures and stripped down. <laughs> the pictures of her turned out fabulous. I appreciate her accommodating me with my fetish for taking goofy pictures. But everybody that's seen them has raved about them. <laughs> it's because. Uh, I have balls to do it. Yeah, well, yeah that's the deal. I, I, that's one thing that I dig is the public nudity pictures. So sometimes we'll be in Walmart or whatever, and be like, drop your dress. And she's like, oh, God, hurry it up. Yeah, I have to cover up my face because I don't want to be kicked out of Walmart. <laughs> and there, there is the people at Walmart site. We don't want to turn up on that. <laughs> the people that, I know. I monitor that all the time. Make sure you're not in there, anybody you know. Yeah. But after that, we did the aquarium for one day, which, again, when we go places, even lifestyle conventions, we like to get a little bit of a breather and get away and do some touristy stuff. Just she and I, we enjoy the lifestyle stuff. But, again, it it feels good to reconnect and do tourist stuff. Goofy stuff. So outside of the vanilla stuff, what did we do from there? Where did we end up that night on Bourbon Street? Oh, we went to Hustler. I went to the Hustler store. Had to buy some new dildos. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a given. It's bad. No, I, I like to go in there with the vanillas, and they'll be like, kind of like, oh, what is this? Oh, you know, and they're all, and then I'll go up to like, like the back area, and I'll get the biggest dildo that's like the size of a freaking tree trunk, and be like, hey, what about this? And they'll be like, oh my god, and they're looking at me. Well, that or she's got the floggers, like bend over, let's try this, and everybody's looking at us like, you damn freaks, get a room. I like to freak people out. Yeah, we do we do a good job sometimes, and not even trying is the bad part. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, it freaks them out. It's so fun. The bad part is the people at that store, I think, know you by name just for some of the scenes you made. Yeah, actually, the security guard did recognize us. <laughs> he didn't, even, yeah. he didn't I, even ID us. I, I think we're asked not to go back in there. So we did the Hustler store, and then we went to? We went to the beach. There we go. Which, if you've never been to the beach before, it's one of the hot spots at Naughty New Orleans. It's a fantastic club. But how we ended up there, we usually, we were kind of planning on going to Colette's or Privé, which is a, I believe, a nude pool yeah. kind of party place. Yeah. But some friends of ours, again, Char and Ellis from ENC Oasis happened to be in town and knew we were there and shot us a text and said, hey, we're doing a little takeover for a friend's birthday party at the beach. Do you want to come? Quit sipping your hot tea. Yep. We said, of course, we'll be there. Of course. Well, and there was about 30 couples. Yeah. And there was actually more couples that wasn't with our group that were down on the floor. And I'm like looking down there and I'm like, hey. You recognize people that we had met at Houston. Yeah. Those people are from Houston. They were in in onesies. Did you catch that? Yes. I don't don't know where they were at, but. No, no. You're just going to have to. Onesies are the thing. I'm I'm old. I need to catch up on styles, I guess. It's all about having fun. You you rock it. (laughs) We're we're going to Walmart here when this is over to let you entertain people. But uh, while we were headed to the beach, I got a text from our friends Tom and Buck that said, uh, we know you guys are in New Orleans. We are in Hattiesburg, Mississippi with some friends headed that way, be there in a Would few you, hours. That wasn't, yeah, it was just a couple hours out, wasn't Yeah, it? they were a couple hours yeah. away. So they knew that we were there and they knew that Char and Ellis were there. So before long at, at the balcony there at the beach, we had 40 to 50 people. Oh, plus, yeah. plus the random LS people that we knew that were uh, floating through the crowd. Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was fun. It was like a little mini LS event. Yeah, but the, the crazy thing, though, the DJ was like, oh, give it up for the swinger people on the balcony. So that yeah. kind of put us in the spotlight. So we're like, oh, God, please don't anybody take pictures. We don't need that out there. We, we do good to dodge the cameras at Naughty New Orleans, but we don't need that on YouTube from a work trip. Yeah, yeah. That's when we kind of, I quit dancing on the, <laughs> you put on your, the balcony. You put your top back on and acted right for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, turn around. 
<laughs> but it was, it was a good time. Again, they were having, hosting a birthday party. It was a fun event. We appreciate them inviting us. Now, you had an event uh, while I was on the road, a uh, dinner with friends. Oh, yeah. Met up with about 10 people or so yeah. just in the area and all lifestyle. Yeah, and some of y'all may have heard Wolverine mentioned on some other podcasts or seen him in New Orleans. If you've seen him, you know exactly who we're talking about, but he's a close friend of ours and lives in the next town over. He decided to start hosting a little dinner event for local people. Yeah, and everyone gets together and talk about non-lifestyle stuff, actually. Yeah, well, actually, you kind of brought up a pretty interesting talk y'all had over dinner that I wanted to touch on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you go ahead and explain a little bit on that. A couple was talking with another couple. After about, I guess about a month into it, the guy came up and said, hey, we have been, you know, looking through your profile or whatever, and we just want to know, have you ever hooked up with um, a black guy? And he said, because uh, we don't play with people that have hooked up with a black, with black people. Blows my mind that anyone yeah. would say that. And so uh, I was actually, he was telling our friend who was black. Yeah, we have an interracial couple. That's a friend of ours. Yeah, and so they were blown away. The um, guy was just like, it's it's not that surprising to us. I hear stuff like that all the time. And I'm like, I just can't believe that. Yeah, 2020, and that's still an issue going around. So I just want to touch on that because after you told me that, uh, about that was one of the topics at dinner. It just really caught me off guard that that still goes on out there. I guess us being a Caucasian couple and living in a primarily Caucasian community, we don't really hear that as often. I don't even think about it. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. Well, like I said, we, we don't really pursue the interracial couples. I mean, I know some are all after the BBC or some have a fetish for black women. Our deal is if somebody's attractive and we want to befriend them or hook up with them, that's that's our business. So, you know, we don't, I, I like Asian girls. It's not something we particularly chase. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. really found many that w- in the community that I'd, I'd want to hook up with uh, just out of a connection basis. But, again, just people shunning people for, and you even made the comment that that was almost, what, third-hand racism? It wasn't even a direct one. It's if, yeah, if you have hooked up with somebody that hooked up, it's, well, I mean, what's next? Are you not going to hook up with somebody because they're left-handed or That's, talk with so a list? That's stupid. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of like our friend said, it's not like my skin cells are going to stay in there if you're using a condom. <laughs> I mean, that's the, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, like I said, a touchy subject, but just something that you ran into recently that thought it, be... It was odd. It was odd. Yeah. We, and, you know, and that's... We, we tend to hear some of the weirdest stuff sometimes. So, anyways, we will... If we hear stuff like that, we're going to let you all know. Yeah. A, a less than pleasant topic, but something we may cover in a future episode. Lastly, again, we skipped doing anything New Year's. We're kind of old fuddy-duddies and putting together our podcast, trying well, to get that I mean, up and running. We do party yeah, the rest we, of the time. We, 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 run, we, our, we run our butts off. We run our butts off. Again, we just got back from the New Orleans trip, and it was time for New Year's, and we just kind of said, hey, let's... With that said, we were made fun of by Tom and Bunny for not going out on New Year's. And while we were made fun of them is a couple of weeks ago, we they were in town filming at Club Eden. Eden. Thank you. Make sure I get it right now for doing a video on theirs. So he was, he's was he been helping us with our podcast, and we went over to their hotel room and uh, did a quick pod. I say a quick podcast. We did nearly a two-hour podcast with them. Yeah, that was, and they don't typically do long ones. No. And like I said, we, we've known these guys for, I guess, three years now. We met them at our first Naughty New Orleans, and how we kind of met them is I'd been watching their video on how to do, like everybody else, how to do Naughty in New Orleans on a budget. So I'd watched that a couple times, and I made her watch it, and we took down some notes. And while we were hanging out uh, on a balcony during the parade, I got to talking to this guy and heard the voice, and without question, I knew who it was. I said, are you Tom of Tom and Bunny? And, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you've met this guy, he's high energy 100% of the time. I'd, yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to see him with a cold. I'm betting he's still high energy. Oh, yeah. But we, we went to their hotel room and did a quick podcast, and he helped us with some of the audio on ours. But, again, it was really fun. Well, and he helped us realize that your mic was messed up. <laughs> yeah. He, like I say, I, th- I thought it sounded odd in the first one, and then when he started recording on his high-end equipment, he said, you've got an echo in this. So, again, we've got a new microphone, so hopefully my crappy voice sounds better in the next one. But one thing about him that I noticed right off the bat is, Damn, they are smooth with their podcast stuff. Well, and we'll get there. You know, even watching him roll and just bust into things, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, why is this guy not doing commentary for ESPN or something? He is so high energy. <coughs> He's their killer. 
Miss, Miss Thing's still suffering from her cold a little bit. Yeah, that's the reason I'm not talking as much. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, but the other thing that surprised me is Miss Bunny jumping in. She's a sweetheart and kind of low-key like me. When, when you put us together, Miss Flamingo and Tom are a lot alike. It's like herding squirrels. But me and Bunny are kind of the more low-key voices of reason, for lack of a better term. Hmm. But, hmm, hmm. okay. But like I said, when we got in the room with them and we're watching those two interact, they are both superstars when it comes to a microphone. So anyway, here in a minute, we'll start getting into some stories of our first times. So hope you stick around with us. All right. Sorry about that, everyone. I had to take a minute and go get me a fresh cup of hot tea and kind of cough a little bit. All the all yeah. this talking's... Yum, yum. You saved them the good stuff. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to save their ears. <laughs> but uh, now let's get to the good stuff, the fun stuff. Yeah, You're getting some juicy stuff versus all the mundane setup stuff we've been doing the last episode. Now, the last episode, we kind of talked about our first time going to a LS club. Yeah, we touched on it a little bit. Well, let's kind of touch a little more on it and kind of go from there. Okay. We'll bust off a little Q&A. So what, what program were you t- watching that got you interested into the lifestyle bit? Well, I'd actually watched several uh, Real Sex and some different... Skinamax. Yes, Skinamax. At night. And uh, just some different, different ones like that. But then uh, I guess when we got really got into it, I was watching a show called Swingtown. It was on like ABC. That's, that's risque for ABC, isn't it? Yeah, it only lasted a couple episodes. <laughs> so so give a little overview on the, on the program. What was it about? Um, it was about the 1970s or 60s, basically about a neighborhood that one of the couples was swingers and they had a new move-ins, neighbors that came in, and they brought them over to join their orgies and parties. And Where do we find a neighborhood like that? <laughs> I think we live in one. No, no. <laughs> we don't have proof yet. We're just, we're speculating. <laughs> we're the little nosy cat peeking through the blinds in the window. No, you know I am. So, we, so you started watching the Swingtown program and decided that was something that we wanted to get into? Yeah, I mean, because uh, you were kind of uh, filling your sexuality a little bit. Wait a minute. What does that mean? (laughs) I mean, you were, you'd only been with your first wife and you're kind of needing to put a little bit of a vaginas underneath you for a while. Oh, wow. I like the way you're talking there. (laughs) So, and I'd, like I said, I'd been there, done that. And so I was like, well, I don't care. Let's try it. Okay. And we were going to the strip clubs and I was over that. Yeah. And I come to think of it, the first trip we made to a LS club, we weren't even married yet, were we? No. But you'd, we were living together because I think you had a boob job at the time. So we were coming down here to the Dallas area at the time just because we wanted to get away from the city we were living in and kind of enjoyed a sexy entertainment environment. And so we uh, decided we would go. You know, like we said last time, you were surprised I suggested it, but I think you were okay with it. Yeah, good. I think it bothered you more than it bothered me. I, I don't think I was that freaked about it that time. I'm Starting off at that level for some reason, it just, you know, I almost assumed it'd be a one-time deal that we went and checked out and just uh, claim we'd been to it. Yeah. But it ended up sticking long-term, didn't it? Yep. Well, and we just, we kind of, we were nervous because we weren't sure what we were going to walk into. We didn't know if we'd walk in, everyone, we'd have to strip down <laughs> and Fresh. give them our keys and I'd be in one room and he'd be in the another room. We didn't know what was going on, so. Fresh meat on the plate. Yeah, it wasn't at all. It was nothing like that. It was actually a pretty chill nightclub. And I think the one thing that you always said is when we would go to a vanilla club, you would have guys all over you, didn't care if you were married, engaged, whatever. But in the LS community, it was a very no-pressure environment. Yeah, there's a lot more respect. So let's talk about the couple we met the first time. I know we touched on that last episode, but if someone's just picking up on episode two, tell a little bit about the couple we met. Uh, They were a little bit older couple, and uh, he had been in an accident, and so he was in a wheelchair. They were in the lifestyle so his wife could play because he was unable to play with his penis. Yeah, and just nothing from from the belly button down work. Which that was interesting, uh, especially to me, because I I just, I love to know stories and different things about people. And so um, that kind of drew us to them, and they kind of gave us... uh, I guess LS Club 101. Yeah. I remember hanging out on the couch with them and chatting, and we kind of dug into what they do and how they do it. What was the one thing that threw you off? He asked you about me. 
Oh, well, uh, at first he was like, would y'all like to touch my wife's breasts? So you you jumped in and were playing with them, which I think she she had boob job, uh, implants as well. So I'm sure y'all yeah. were comparing things. Probably and, talking about. Yeah. And then, like I say, we weren't married yet. We were still a new couple. And you said, okay, go ahead and play, you know, go ahead and feel hers. So I'm like, okay, if you say so. What could possibly go wrong after playing with another woman's breast in front of my girlfriend? I didn't care, did I? Nope. And then after that, the guy said, may I touch your wife, girlfriend at the time's breast? And any other time, that would have really caught me off guard. But I was like, okay, he's polite. He let me, you know, share just the same and uh, let him go ahead and feel her up, which with, with your consent, of course. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Just, it, it, seemed, it seemed odd, but kind of natural as well. Yeah. And we just took it really slow. Very, very slow. And there, there wasn't a lot of playing in the club at the time. It was more of a dance club downstairs, but upstairs was kind of where the action was, wasn't it? Yeah, but you had to um, pay extra. Pay extra. Yeah, and this was this was prior to John and Jackie taking over it and making it Colette's. And I, I think one of the problems with some of the lifestyle clubs, when you make people pay extra, why would I want to pay extra to go into the club, to go up to a room, to maybe just play here or there when... I've got a hotel room anyways. I've already paid for it. Yeah, next door. Now, you actually went upstairs with her or yes. I think just her? Or, yeah. No, there wasn't. You said there wasn't much going on up there, was no, there? No, no. Just some blowjobs. I, I think you could even see from downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, and I would have been upset if we would have paid extra to go upstairs <laughs> and nothing would have been going on. <laughs> Can you imagine that? An extra $100 and it's just a upstairs <laughs> yeah. view? Wow. We, yeah. Now, 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 what do we see on Colette's on an average night that we're hosting up there? What don't we see is probably the better question. <laughs> exactly. So we've got our feet wet and gone to it. So let's talk about pushed a step farther. You were wanting to cover this story and these people. So after we went to an event, you started talking with some of our friends about our adventures. Yeah. Some of our good close friends. My you're, good close friends. Your good close friends. Good I close don't even friends. sure I really knew them at the point. No, I, I knew her for a long, long time. And this was her second husband. You grew up with her, right? Her around yeah. her? Yeah. I don't even know. I guess we were just talking about different shows we watch. And so I was telling him about this Swingtown show I watch. And so that kind of got us started talking about it. And so anyways. Talking with him or her, though. I guess. Him. Yeah. And he's a little pervy. Uh, God, God bless him. He's a little pervy. Little is not even. He, he is big time pervy. And so... Uh, that kind of opened up the door for some different conversations. And they ended up just outing themselves, didn't they? Yeah, they did. That's crazy. I think he he outed them. She, no. may, not, she may not have appreciated that. No, but then I think when she realized that, we were just like, all right. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. Awesome. <laughs> good, good segue there. <laughs> yeah. But so then. So then you outed both of ourselves to each other. And yeah. it seems like we started hanging around with them a little bit more. Yeah, and uh, I was going to church with her, and yeah. I uh, you invited me to. Yeah, here here's where it really started getting weird. She invited me to church, and as we were sitting walking into church, she said, "I don't know how to tell you this, but all these people that will be sitting with us are swingers." So we're in the house of the Lord, and I'm sitting here with all these sexy thirty somethings. Yeah. Uh, in one general section of the church, which really blew my mind because despite what we had seen at the club, my ideas of swingers are the big hairy guy with a lot of gold chains, the, the 60s, 70s. Uh, which is a stereo stereotype. Yeah. And it, and it's not at all. It's not at all. It's all sizes, all ages, all yeah. different. And that's what you saw. Yeah. And it was, again, started really getting introduced to it. That's when you really were kind of like looking around like, what? <laughs> yeah. You mean that hot girl down there praying and singing is, hmm, this might not be bad after all. So let's jump ahead. Uh, we've, outed, we've outed each other. We're comfortable with that. New Year's Eve. We go to a club, which is actually. Well, we started trying to get in the club. Uh, we, we got registered on C4P oh, yeah. because he said, let me introduce you all to a swinger club for New Year's Eve. So we were down for it. So we get on a uh, website. Club foreplay, get us a profile, get registered, and then show up to the club. And they said, we're at capacity. You didn't register in time. So we ended up. At a bar that a lot of the lifestyle people go to. Yes. 
And so we were dancing, and she asked if she could give uh, Mr. Flamingo a lap dance, and I was like, I don't care. She didn't have any panties on either. I don't know if I ever told you that. I know. You know that. (laughs) Again, I say I was pretty sheltered, so all this was mind-blowing. And so uh, the husband and I were on the dance floor dancing, and we were kind of laughing because Mr. Flamingo's over there about to die. like Straight-laced, looked like I was still in church. Yeah, it looks like he's in a strip club, like, can I touch her? What's going on? Oh, my God. So, anyways, New Year's rolls around. We, we ended up closing down the bar that night yeah. and going back to their house yes. where things She's, start taking a weird turn. She was pretty drunk. Fell asleep in the bathtub. <laughs> Luckily, she didn't drown. She, yeah, we, she, had, she had some nice flotation devices. And that was another thing. He, the husband was like, hey, come here and look at this in the bathroom. So, we go in there, and she's butt-ass naked. And I'm like, I can look at this. <laughs> it was really weird. So yeah, that's the way I describe it, too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so he let us sleep in the bed. Their bed. Yeah, because he was like, she'll sleep all night in the bathtub. And I'm like, is she going to drown? Like, I was freaking out about it, just as anyone would. And he's like, no, she does it all the time. So he slept on the couch. We were in their bed. Some point during the night, we get we get a visitor. Yep. She comes and crawls in bed with us. Uh, I had you on one side, me in the middle, and her on the other. Yeah. And Mr. Flamingo starts panicking. And I'm like, dude, it's her bed. It's okay. And she's still butt-ass naked. We, <laughs> we were dressed. Kind of. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Uh, but, but anyway. Yeah, so I was just kind of like, whatever. Who cares? Let her lay. Yeah, it's her bed. I'm not going to kick her out. She's been drunk. So, and I was pretty drunk. Do you remember us sleeping that night? I don't think. I was asleep. Okay. You might not have. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't sleep at all that night. <laughs> now, now going back about Miss Thing here being all lax, she had me on cock down, for lack of a better term. She had my junk well protected. Now, the other deal is I had my arm folded up um, to my side here, probably next to my chest, and I'm like, now, I'm not going to be a creeper and touch a titty, but if it happens to roll into my hand <laughs> while I'm laying here, I'll give it a nice pat. I don't even know why he was thinking all this. I was just like... Oh my God, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to look at that ass, but if it happens to walk by my line of vision, hey, what can I do? So, so anyways... We make it through the night. No, no, no hanky-panky. And about 5 a.m., I mean, we just barely fallen asleep, and I hear this... <laughs> I get up. I'm pissed. I look out the window. Because you're hungover. Because I'm hungover and it's snowing. We've had an ice storm. And I'm like, who in the world is cutting wood? It is 5 a.m. on New Year. And so it gets quiet. I go back and lay down. And I'm like, I don't see anyone. And I fall back asleep. And then I hear it again. What did you hear? And so I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm like, I'm going to go out there and kick some ass. Like, I am like pissed off. I'm looking through the windows. I'm going to the front door. I'm doing all this. And then uh, I lay back down. And then Mr. Flamingo opens the blanket. No, you're sitting there saying, what the fuck are these people out here doing with a weed eater or a chainsaw at five in the morning? Yeah. I remember that comment. (laughs) She, She was oblivious. So Mr. Flamingo lifts a blanket up, and what was going on? Definitely wasn't sawing wood. <laughs> We're going to call her Mrs. Woodchipper. <laughs> Mrs. Woodchipper. She had a nice little toy and was going to town on herself. Yes. And I was so, just... so again, I'm laying there straight as a board, my hand up next to my chest, appalled as what's going on. And she was rubbing all on yeah, you. Yeah, this chick's yeah, halfway rubbing on me and going to town with the other hand in the toy. And I just got pissed. because, And it wasn't because of what she was doing. I was pissed because I needed to sleep. <laughs> so I got up and I went in the other room with him, yeah, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you, you left for a little bit. It got weird there. And I don't even remember the exact chain of details. <laughs> but at one point, you like took my hand and put it on her boob. was like, here, he'll just do whatever. And I'm like, yeah, this is a trap. So I, I, I know better. I just had a hangover. I just wanted to sleep. At that point, I didn't care what you were doing. I didn't. Well, I think at one point you left, and I got like a three-second hand job. I'm like, quick, go, go, go. (laughs) (laughs) But, again, uh, that was kind of the end of it there. If I remember on the drive home, we didn't say a damn word. No, it felt weird. Like, like, no, we didn't say anything. Yeah, Not I, even like... I was waiting for the hammer to drop. I was scared what the hell was fixing to happen next with her. I'm like, I, I'm in trouble. And I was just kind of like, that was kind of weird. But I was pissed because I was just tired and hungover, and I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> that was my problem. That's how we uh, jump-started our journey into the ALS. Yes.
Now, after a few days of uh, getting back to home, we kind of sat down and I guess you can say uh, regroup, talked yeah. about everything that happened. Yeah. Kind of talked about what we liked, didn't like, what was weird. Which was all of it at the time. <laughs> but we weren't opposed to it. I mean, it, you know, and I think Mr. Flamingo thought I was going to like really, I was really setting him up and I was against it where I was just like, I didn't care. That's what we're in this for. You know, we were, we're trying to dabble in this. Yeah. We started getting our feet wet in it. Yeah. So anyways, from there, we decided we would uh, go ahead and kind of jump in, I guess you could say. Yeah. We decided we would start looking for a club. Yeah. We got on a website, uh, which we were already we, on. We were it, already registered. But we got a little more active, I guess you could say, on it. Yeah. We got all fancy. We started putting up profile pictures. Yeah. Damn. You didn't realize that part. And uh, so then we found a local club. Right there in our hometown, which to our surprise. I'm going to let you kind of take the lead yeah. a little bit on this, a little bit. Save yeah. my voice. Sorry, guys. Yeah. The other thing was we were living in a new area. We had moved from Oklahoma City to another part of Arkansas, and we're needing friends. So it was kind of a good fit. After a while of being on the websites, we finally committed to a club and made it to our first party. Which, before we went to the party, we had to do a phone interview. Yeah, and that's that's one thing that we really liked off the bat, is they wanted to qualify you that, one, you're going to be a good fit for the lifestyle, but as well as, you know, be a good member of their club. Which you weren't just a looky-loo trying to come in. No, we see, we see a lot of them, and we attend a lot of uh, lifestyle clubs now, that if you can make it to the front door and pay the entry fee, you're allowed in. Little little different times when we started, decade, yeah. decade or more ago, that, you know, we had to be vetted and the couple with the wood chipper story uh they had already <laughs> vetted us and said hey we know them we're real people they're they're swingers now so we were off and running so we showed up for our first party which uh the theme of it was biker night yeah they they had done a charity biker ride that day and um in the front room there was a bike and yeah. they were doing pictures with it yep and Miss Flamingo, after a bit, said, I think I'll just go ahead and jump in and take some pictures with it. So she stripped down to her panties and biker boots and took some hella sexy photos. When well, everyone knew we were newbies. Yeah, yeah which, which kind of surprised everybody because here we are first, first meeting in and nobody knew of us. And she's like, hell yeah, I'll get naked. So I, I remember when we first pulled up to the party, it's at a little convention center. Yeah. And I remember us pulling in the parking lot, and the parking lot was hopping. There were people pulling in and out, people sitting outside the door, dressed very nicely. Do you remember how nervous we were? Yeah, we sat there for a long time, just looking like, oh, my gosh, are we going to get raided? Do we go in? Do we not? What are we walking into? I think we sat there and did some shots to finally get our courage up. So one thing we decided right off the bat is we were going to probably start off as just voyeurs and exhibitionists. We uh, more than anything wanted to watch, but we're like, hey, if we decide to play in front of people, that'll be fine. Well, we didn't know what to expect, what would be on the inside, kind of like the first time we went to the club. You know, it was, we can always leave. I remember when we first checked in and got signed in, I was very nervous. Now, the one thing I really remember is after we got checked in and signed in and through the front door is how nervous I was. Yes, you were very nervous. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was shaking my boots. Again, pretty straight-laced guy in a very new world to me. It, it was a struggle to adapt to it. Also, having really bad social anxiety that we'll cover on in later episodes, I, I, was, I was in a bad place. But after we got checked in, one thing I really liked that the, that the owners of the club did is they had host couples that would show you around. So we got handed off to a, a very attractive couple. Yeah, and they were super nice. Super nice. But the thing about them is, even by our standards now, they were probably bed notchers. <laughs> Definitely. So for as a couple newbies coming in, we really felt like we were fresh meat being served up. We were definitely prey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I say, years, uh, as the years progressed, we got invited out and became close friends with them. But, you know, even now we still look at them and we're like, wow, they're bed notchers. We, yeah. We, we might be pros, but we, we consider the next level up just bed notchers. They, they, were, they were all over the place with uh, their sexual partners. Yeah. Anyone, everyone, no matter where, what, anything. Now, talking about being scared and getting in the mood, what's the first thing you remember from the club? Um, the old man. Oh, my God. The old man what? Keep going with that. that I guarantee he was 80. Yeah, keep going. He was getting a blowjob over in the corner by a young... By a younger girl. 20-year-old? Yeah, and they're, they're walking us around, giving us the tour. And again, this was a big uh, open area and had a dance floor and all that. And I remember just kind of looking at her being like, what in the actual fuck did I just see there? It yeah. was like it was like Orville Redenbacher getting a blowjob from uh, Miley Cyrus. It was literally that extreme. Yeah, it was crazy looking. But after we got to know the old man, I, he... Did we know the old man, though? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, to tell me off. Uh, yeah, uh, his wife was, uh, we called Jamie her Lee Jamie Curtis. Lee. Okay, okay, I didn't realize that was him years later, but I'm just like, yeah, he's a little pimp. He was a pimp. Yeah, he, he was, he was a, <laughs> yeah, he's what I aspire to be when I'm that age. Again, that, that was a culture shock. Um, if it had been two old people, it might not have freaked me out. If it had been two younger people, it might not have freaked me out. Or now, even within 10, 20 years, age different. Yeah, a 40 year age gap was uh, something to see. Especially walking in for our first time. Yeah, <laughs> well, welcome to the world of LS. <laughs> a different uh, atmosphere than what we had been to in Texas. Yeah, and, and the other thing that caught me off guard is this is what was considered an off-premise party. In other words, it's like a big party environment, and then after these parties were done, they had a host hotel down the street that everybody would go back to and do their business. So for us to walk in day one and see somebody getting a knob job um, right there front and center was really a culture shock to us. Yeah. Right off the bat, we met a super hot couple that was about our age and demographic that we we really liked. They're both attractive. Yeah. And they were getting ready to leave. Yeah, they 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 were they were moving off. It was their kind of going away party and they they kind of latched onto us and were flirting pretty hard and right off the bat we're like, "Hey, this is going to be easy. Here we are, newbies. We've got a hot couple that's going to hook up with us and we didn't end up hooking up with them. We found out it wasn't quite as easy, didn't we? <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. Yeah, how, how much longer would you say it took after that? Ooh, definitely over four months. Yeah, for another four to six months. Uh, again, we yeah. weren't super fast about doing anything. We were all still we were still new to it. Again, we started. Oh, but with we didn't a, have to. We didn't no. have to play with anyone. No, we we started with the scenario that hey, we're going to watch and party, and you know we thought we'd eventually go to soft swap, but we we went from voyeur to full swap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we made the decision on that real fast. If we're going to yes. do any of it, we're going the full way. So now the uh, the owners, we actually ended up becoming very good friends with them, and we uh, did stuff with them I would, once a week, twice yeah. a week. Right off the bat, they took us in as friends. And we play board games with but, them. Yeah, yeah. They, We'd they, go to the bar for $10 steaks. Yeah, there was, there was all sorts of things to do in the area. And one thing we really liked about what we call the lifestyle community is, again, we, we were new people in town. They After they got to know us, they gave us a call one day and said, hey, we know you guys are new to town. You may not have family here, but if you don't, for Thanksgiving, they said, we do a potluck dinner here at the club. They said uh, we there's the, we hired all the swinger paraphernalia. They said we drop down the big screen. We put the football games on. They said that it's big enough your kids can bring their scooters and ride around if you want. But again, they welcomed us into what we considered a community. Yeah, and, and they they were lifetime LS people. Yeah, and so uh, they taught us kind of I'd say old school rules, old school rules and values of being in the lifestyle. And, and they really took us under their wings and helped us form some of the ideas that we have as uh, swingers now. Yes. All right, Miss Flamingo, are you ready to get into the good stuff? I'm ready to talk about the juicy stuff. Let's talk about getting our lifestyle cherries popped as much as you, you're giving me a look as much as you hate to. <laughs> okay, so we established that we were hanging at a certain club there in northwest Arkansas. So we went a couple months without any action. Again, we met the first couple that we thought was going to hit it off and they moved off on us, left yep. us hanging. And after that, we just kind of sat back and wasn't sure. No, we... Wasn't I, sure if we even wanted to be in the no, lifestyle. No, we kind of went through our doubts for a little bit, but uh, eventually we had a party we signed up for, which was, do you remember? It was a cowboy one. Yep, cow, cowgirl and Daisy Dukes. Yep. So... We were hanging at that, and uh, there had been a couple that I was chatting with on C4P, and what just kind of started our conversation was not really anything sexual. It's just they were both working on PhDs, actually, I believe, and we were I was in college writing papers and kind of hit him up for some advice on some things and kind of became friends, and they popped up and said, hey, we're going to be in your hood for a party. So they showed up, and uh, we hit it off pretty good and introduced ourselves and had some dancing and some drinks and Seemed to be going good. I guess I had really just walked in, and then it was my turn to do the photo shoot. And the thing about them when they walked in is they were kind of in demand. So we were like, yeah. oh, we're going to, they were a very attractive couple, and uh, they were well known on the website for some of their photography. So when they came in, it was kind of all hands on deck, everybody knocking themselves down to get to them. Luckily, like I said, we hit it off pretty good, and we're dancing and hanging out a bit. And Miss Flamingo had a turn for her pictures. Again, these parties that we went to, they would have some little backdrop and Again, this one, they were doing a Daisy Duke and Cowgirls bit. So she was in some Daisy Dukes and a little tie top and a big belt buckle and pigtails, right? Yeah. I was L pretty, looking sexy. I was pretty uh, 
stereotypical redneck girl, Daisy Duke looking. Redneck woman. Do you, need yes. to, do you need to sing for us? No. No? Okay. We'll save it for the next episode. Again, we knew if we took 20, 30 minutes to take a photo shoot and came back out, our couple was going to be gone. So we went ahead and invited them into the little backdrop room to hang out and take pictures with us. And she just jumped in yeah. the picture with me. And we did some very... I've still got them some very, very sexy girl-on-girl stuff. It's it's yeah the, smoking. Shocked the photographer that was taking it. <laughs> Again, he, they, we, yeah, we haven't had any good luck. And, you know, the, we hadn't really played with anybody, so... We were still welcome around the parties, but no one was really sure if we were going to fit. But then Miss Flamingo starts hopping in with this other hot girl and doing all sorts of girl-girl pictures. The husband was a photographer, so he was kind of interested to see what our local photographer was doing as well. So it, it, it turned out to be a very sexy photo shoot. We get through the photos and get back out and do a little dancing. And at some point, I guess they propositioned us. Yeah. So we probably weren't. Uh, we Well, but how they did it was really weird. He was like... Uh... I got a new lens or something. That's <laughs> a you, smooth move, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was like, I've got a new lens on my camera. Could you come back to the room and, you know, I want to take some pictures of them with my camera to try it out. Remember? In, I don't remember that, but damn, that's smooth. I need to try that now. I've got a new lens on my cell phone. Would you like to come <laughs> check out my room? But, and he, again, we did get back to their room and started fooling around and taking some pictures. We assumed that we were going to end up playing, but when we got to talking to them, they had suggested soft swap, which, again, us being newbies was fine with us. So we ended up going back to the hotel with him, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> we, hope, we hope it was both of them. It'd be a difference. That's a story for a different time. Um, it was kind of awkward because we were sitting. They had, like, a little suite, and we were sitting on the couch, and I, don't, I felt like it was weird weird vibe in the very beginning when we first got in the room. Well, we were also newbies, but I remember, and even looking back from the pictures that I've recently found, is he was taking pictures of us, me and you. Yeah. And then pictures of you and her. Yeah, which he, he wasn't lying. He really was using yeah. his yeah. camera. Yeah, that, damn, that's a smooth move. <laughs> so then it was like, once he put his camera, it was like, okay, let's get on the bed. Yeah. So I remember us kind of, we coupled back off then, right? You and him and me and her. Yeah. Now, I, I, you want to give some quick details on the couple? We haven't really talked about their looks. They were opposite. What do you mean opposite? Well. He, she, he, he was like me. and I mean, decent build. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he worked out, so was in shape. But she was, what? what's a lack of better term for her? Six. Three. Xena Warrior Princess, yes. back for lack for a better term, and had the haircut, Betty Page hair, and very fit. Pin, very very fit, very pin uppy. Um, yeah, almost an intimidating girl. Yep. So she and I were coupled up, and you and him were coupled up. And I, I remember at one point we were just do, get, doing the making out stuff. And again, this was very new for us. And I look over, and you're already going down on him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, I remember just kind of the shock of it. I was like, what the fuck? I'd, we, that's what we were there for. Again, we kind of agreed to soft swap with them. They had, he told me they had to get up early and go back in the morning and it had already been a late night and was one of those deals where they were experienced enough that they didn't want to start playing at three in the morning. Yep. So uh, they, they did want some action though, but you, uh, you were down on him and I remember thinking, what the fuck is going, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> and what did I, what happened next? What happened next? <laughs> It's somehow, you like I say, me and her were still kissing and making out, which was which was totally fine. I'm not even sure I had her top down, but you came over and took my hand and put them down on her pussy in her pants, and you're like, "This is what we're here for. Go after it." <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, please do." So it was again just one of those situations where you're you, you kind of stalled out, and your anxiety kind of froze you for a little bit. And yeah. I was like, "Come on, yeah, we got to get this." I, yeah, I have no problem taking control, but I was probably in lockup mode right then. It, you it were. just but. I remember when it all came down to it, we all made out for a bit and oral, and we all ended up, it seemed like all three of us were going down on you at one time. We kind of, moved over to the bed, Yeah, and everyone was... You were getting three-way head, basically. Yeah. So, and then that's what, kind of the way the night finished. And yeah. And they had to go back early to where they were from, and again, we had And kids. everyone was making out. I made out with her and made yeah. out with him and... You and him did not make out. <laughs> you don't say everybody made out because that's going to get a little <laughs> odd. But uh, what, what, I, I just a, a random story that I remember. He, like I said, he was an athletic guy and probably a punk kid back in the day. But he was talking about in our 
medium-sized town, he was riding a skateboard through downtown and ran into a bunch of kids, and they were like, hey, man, you're pretty good. Were you somebody important back in the day? <laughs> and he's like, no, I wasn't Tony Hawk or anything. But I, just, I remember that story every time I see somebody skateboarding now. Yeah. But, so anyway, that's the way our, our first soft swap ended. Again, it was them. Yeah. So, And we, we left the hotel, and we actually talked the yeah. whole way home. Yep. Not like the very first experience where we didn't talk for three days. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't feel ambushed by this one, so uh, I, I felt like there was actually. And we, we were married at that point too. Yeah. We, we'd already gotten married between the uh, New Year's incident and this one, so we were off and running. As this is part of something we wanted to experiment with, so we settled in and decided that we really wanted them to be our first time. They were kind of what we were looking for. Yep. Well, we enjoyed. We felt very comfortable with them. Yeah. And it, it was a good fit. There was a, a good, a good four way attraction, which was nice and something we hadn't found yet. Yep. So we decided to travel up to them. Yeah. We, and we went up there and spent the weekend with them. Yeah. We had a car show up in the area and that seemed like a good excuse. So they were into, uh, basically the same demographic, same stuff, demographic, yeah. demographic as us. So it was a good fit and we decided to meet up with them. Now, do you remember the story that when we first got it, we got into town real early the day before the car show. Do you remember driving by their house like a couple of stalkers to see where it was at? <laughs> we were driving the neighborhood and said, okay, they live in a normal neighborhood. This is off to a good start. There's yeah, there's no odd broke down cars in their driveway or in your yard or anything like that. Me. No, no. <laughs> They're not going to kidnap us and chain, chain us up in the, their basement. <laughs> it didn't look like criminal minds. If we had to run out the front door and get to streaking, we were, we were probably pretty safe. So like I said, we, we were stalkers and drove by their place. Now we met up with them the next day and I told them the story. I said, how we happen to drive by your place? And he was like, well, you freak. Why did you stop and knock on the door? We were up watching movies all night. But again, we didn't want to just show up and be like, hey, we're, we're a little over anxious. We're here. Well, it kind of felt weird. I mean, because I mean, I, obviously we kind of knew them, but we really didn't know them. It was kind of weird just being like, hey, we're going to come stay with you. Yeah. So we drive up to their city um, about eight hours away from us go to the car show with them for the day, which was brutally hot. It was uh, mid-August and huge car show in a desert field, it feels like. So we, we were baked and they ended up going to dinner afterwards and talking. We, we kind of originally talked about an LS club, but just, again, with the uh, logistics of the show and dinner and to and from their house, changing for dinner, the lifestyle club didn't happen. So we well, and we talked for hours. And so at yeah. that point, it was kind of like, why are we getting... Why would you go to the club anyway? Yeah. We, we just were kind of thinking that would loosen it, things up. But, again, we were pretty comfortable, so we went back to their house. And what happened then? Uh, we did some more pictures. We did some pictures. Again, he's a pretty avid photographer and was well-known for his stuff. So Miss Flamingo and uh, Mrs. Zena took some pictures together. And, again, this guy liked really artsy stuff. So what he was doing was basically a pajama party with the two girls. And uh, we're having it like they were hitting each other with pillows. And we were throwing, I was throwing feathers up in the air to make it look like the pillows were coming apart. I see you wanting to jump in here. And like we said. You, you whooped her ass she, with a pillow, didn't you? She's pretty big. And she, I yeah. was scared to hit her. And so finally he was like, hit her. And so <laughs> and I like, was willing. On. Yeah. So, yeah, you could see the fear in Miss Flamingo. She's like, this is a big girl. I don't want to get in a real freaking pillow fight or fight with her so yeah even in the picture she's all i don't want to hit you but uh they eventually put should have put some more alcohol in it yeah you two have got to waffle on each other but again the pictures were cool and that was you know some fun sexy play that we did some editing and which i set up there and talked with him while he edited well yeah i remember him kind of going through a bunch of stuff on his computer and he kind of a unique dude some of his uh <laughs> pictures were again very artsy some of them were borderline odd and then uh he got to pulling out his comic book collection. Me and him started talking comic books. and That's he's, when I disappeared. He's like me. He pulls out these big boxes, and the girls are like, um, we want some dick. Um, enough of the uh, X-Men. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go get some penis. Well, then after that, it was like we just, like, stripped down. Yeah, it, it went from real I mean, there was no lead up to it. It's like, okay, we're done. Let's get naked. Again, they, yeah. they, they, they were on a different level than us. They were pros. So Yeah, it, and that's a, it, and it, it, felt, it didn't feel weird. Like, I don't know, it was it was just quick. Yeah, it was just like, okay, we're going to fuck now. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, again, the the when we got to the sex part of it, it really didn't seem that odd. No. I, 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 I think first and foremost is we were very co comfortable with the couple. They were, again, just a 
different version of us that we felt, so we clicked very well. They were attractive, so that was a big plus. They had a lot more experience than us, so that made things go, facilitated the process a lot better. Yeah. What do, what do you remember about the play? Well, besides him telling us not to buy a freaking memory foam mattress <laughs> because... And that, and that stuck with you? I, that, I, every, yes. Back to the bedroom part of it. Yeah. Well, the four of us got in the bed and uh, we did soft swap and everything was going good. Everyone kept going to the bathroom because we were all dehydrated yeah. and we were trying to hydrate so much. Yeah, yeah we were cooked during the day and then got back to the house drinking alcohol so it was going through everybody but again the play was pretty good i just like say on the bathroom breaks got a little odd at one point because uh she went to the restroom so i pulled off was doing a condom change and was kind of sitting there on the edge of the bed and mr flamingo and him were banging away not mr mrs what you said mr flamingo okay miss oh, yeah i'm sorry mrs flamingo and mr Zena were banging at it and i'm kind of sitting there like a schoolboy, you know twiddling my thumbs and all at once he stops like oh dude i'm sorry um do you want a hole here and i'm like no no you kids just go ahead and i'm checking out the curtains and <laughs> checking everything out and it just it was an odd situation and i look at it now if somebody would be like well you know the girl would disappear i'd be like hey i'm gonna take whatever's open on her at the moment yeah i don't know and then when uh he went to the bathroom. I kind of sat there like pulling my thumbs. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Isn't it odd how we we so much more experienced now? It's like, yeah. I mean, we, we still might just watch or if we don't jump yeah. in. But uh, I know at the time, I'm, you know, he was all banging on you. I'm like, nope, I don't need to look. Y'all are okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you're done. As long as you're all having fun. But uh, like I said, after that, we stopped and went downstairs. And like I say, they had an upstairs room. So it was ungodly hot up there in late August. And I remember going downstairs and making margaritas and we're all standing around butt ass naked and kind of yes. hugging up with the other. Guess we're just what? all standing there in the kitchen naked drinking margaritas. Now, what's odd is, you know, it, it seemed odd, but it also seemed pretty natural because it you know, also kind of be like, oh, we're swingers now. Look at us here <laughs> drinking margaritas butt ass naked with a couple we just met a month, you know, a week ago. We're having a party like they did in the 70s. <laughs> we're all naked in the house. Well, where, where's the key party? Let's throw, them a, throw the keys in a bowl. We're feeling all frisky now. But, uh, well, then after the few margaritas and then we we got back at it. We were all wearing out at that point. Well, we kind of got back at it downstairs a little bit. Yeah. After we drug their big ass liberator couch down the stairs, he and I did butt ass naked. (laughs) I'm surprised none of you girls wrote it like Cleopatra to be funny, (laughs) but we got to try the liberator couch, pillow, whatever you want to call it. And all four of us were on it different ways at different times. And that was, that was fun. Yeah. And I remember at one point, uh. She and I, she was finishing me off orally, and you jumped in and got me done, And which usually when I'm done, I'm going to bed. So they're like, I actually crawled off on the far end of their couch, was taking a nap, and I think you and him finished off, you and her finished off him. I, yeah. I have no idea what happened after that, but <laughs> I remember kind of coming back too and them being like, okay, y'all are bedding down down here tonight, which looking back on it now, we don't spend the night with other yeah. couple, other couples. I mean, no. when we first started getting in the car show scene, you know, we would drive, you know, three states away and hook up with some friends in a, in a random hotel and not think about it. But now, um, as far as one of our rules for the lifestyle, and again, it's not a hard set rule, but we try not to stay with other couples. Well, and it's just so we can kind of have our space yeah. afterwards and so we can kind of re-talk about everything and also gives us a little bit of an out. <laughs> yeah. If, if something goes wrong or gets awkward, the last thing you want to do is be locked in a bedroom or a stay well, situation with a couple that where things go wonky. Because we've heard some weird stories, which yeah. we'll have to tell some of those later on. Yeah. Now, last thing I, I remember from this is uh, the next morning we woke up and they were fixing breakfast and we were talking and they said, well, you know, we don't normally ask this, but how many times have y'all played before? And we're like, this is our first time. Yeah, they were shocked. Yeah, they both got a little freaked out. And they're like, we have a strict no newbies rule just because they want the people that they play with to kind of have their shit together. And they said, we didn't take it that y'all were newbies. Okay, I see you smirking over there. What have you got to say? Well, and they were also uh, shocked that uh, I wasn't really into girls after getting to talk to us because her and I... Made out quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They came back later and said, oh, you mean Miss Flamingo isn't really into girls? I said, well, she's bi, bi-situational. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's what I say. We've had that talk with some people recently. If you come up and hit her up about her sexuality, it's probably a no-go. But she can definitely get into an environment where a couple of us are making out and she'll push me out of the way and be like, look, I want that girl. Move. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a, 
I don't go after girls, but some girls I'm comfortable with where I do want to maybe do a little more. Yep. So all in all, I would say it was a fun weekend. Yep. I'd say a very good start to our career here. let's finish up here and let's look at the takeaways from our first experiences. First thing is we reconnected both physically and on a communication level after our first place. I feel like we, uh, our communication got better for sure, especially after that first time where we didn't talk for three days. Yeah. And I I remember the drive home after our first actual play, you know, we were holding hands and we talked about a lot of tough subjects from our past that we'd never even delved into before. Yeah. So I, th- I think I think that's the important thing about the LS adventure is it brings you closer together if you truly let it. And we also talked about the experience that we have. We kind of rehashed everything that happened, what we liked, didn't like. And we still do that. I still. Yep. It, it not only is it fun, but it also kind of helps clear the air, um, reclaim each other, and move forward with things. I would probably say it doesn't leave that feeling of awkwardness of like. Well, I was doing this, he, you know, like the the weirdness yeah. afterwards, the unknown that might happen during a playtime. And plus, we also get into the what did you like and what did you not like. Yeah. You may say, don't ever do this to me. He did it. I don't like it. Or, you know, he may, you may pop up and say, hey, he did this. Why don't you try this? So, again, yeah. it goes back to the communication. And ultimately, what we're in for in this is making everything in our relationship stronger. The other thing is we found out our rules were right for our experience level. Yeah, I agree with that. We didn't change them on the fly. No, that was one thing we were taught early in our experience is set your rules up front and don't deviate them. Like our New Year's adventure kind of were changing them on the fly and it was just going... There weren't, there weren't even no rules then. We we were just, we were thrown into a situation and maybe if we'd had actual rules, hey, me, me copping a feel on a titty might have been a not a bad deal. Yeah. Let's talk about this last one, and this one still rolls in our everyday life. At the time, we needed more communication when it came to our website play. Well, back then, the Internet was a little bit different. Um, It was harder for both of us to be on at the same time. Yeah. And we only had one computer. Well, yeah, we we have smartphones now versus then. But also at the time, I was on C4P. It was something that I was not doing behind your back, but you weren't interested enough to get on. So no, because I'm, I was on the computer all day at work. And yeah. It was just over. And here I am. Th- and here I'm thinking that you know, just thinking that she's following along with what I'm doing, and we show up to a party, and I'm like, oh, this is a couple I've been talking to, or thinking we've been talking to. And, and she has no idea who they are, so it, it would put her in an odd spot. So we find that now. We, we use the same Facebook account. We use the same Twitter account. Uh, we look at each other's Snapchat. Yeah. There, there's really not anything that's uh, backdoored. And it makes it just, for us, just so much easier and upfront and transparent. Well, even now, like, uh, you can be talking to someone and, like, well, this past week you made arrangements to go out to dinner with someone. Yes. And you were talking online and I saw everything. I knew your plans. No big deal. And it, it, it makes it, it makes a lot more fun, a lot more transparent when you don't have to double back and have any conversations about something that might be mistaken. Hey, everyone. It's that time to start Flemingling. But before we go, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to our second episode of The Swinging Flamingos. And what's the name of this episode? Popping cherries. She loves it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Obviously, you can tell who made this one up. Yeah, we'll roll with it. (laughs) Now, what is our third episode? Third episode, we are going to cover sealing the deal, uh, kind of a quick close deal when you're meeting newbies at large conventions, which we are getting ready to head to next week, flying out Wednesday to go to lovely Las Vegas for the erotica convention. And so hopefully we'll get a bunch of sealing the deal. God, hopefully we got some new stories. Hopefully we seal the deal every day for the money we're spending for it. Yeah, I think we will. And thanks for uh, struggling through this with me. Like I said, I've been sick all week. I haven't even been out of bed. (laughs) Take your flu shot after you listen to her. Practice safe sex. (laughs) Now, tell our listeners where they can find us on the web. They can find us at swingingflamingos.com and they can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Cassidy, at Swinging Flamingos. And as since we've spoke to you last, we are also on a lot of the major podcast platforms. You can now find us on Blueberry, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, 
CastBox, Podbean. We are still waiting on iTunes and iHeartRadio, so you can find us on most major platforms. Again, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in Episode 3. Now let's get out there and start flamingling. Hey, everyone. It's that time to go out and flamingo. Oh, shit. (laughs) What the fuck?